Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick guardian. Jared Brandon, way down in Nashville. Billy Spitfire, Billy Spitfire Unlimited. And go ahead, John. John Esterly with Rare Buzz Effects. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Notes Podcast. This is a very special episode for us. Um, this is episode 300. We're Spartans! 300. Yes. <laughs> right. We are 300 yeah. strong. Uh, so uh, it's, I cannot believe it is 300. I, I honestly, it's like, that's kind of mind boggling. Um, considering where we started, which was, you know, just like, hey, let's talk about some guitar stuff. I mean, there was a plan at the beginning, but I'm just, I, I was excited when we started and I'm just as excited now. I'm more excited. I'm 10 times as excited. I'm 300 times excited. So you figured it out. my friend. It's a lot of excitement. I know too much to handle. We hope that you are uh, listening for the 300th time or even just the first time. Either one, we're fine with that. Yeah. And if you are listening to it to us the, for the first time, uh, Tony, yes, Todd. As, as you've said so many times on the show, what do we do on the show? Well, you know, Todd, we really like to talk about gear. Maybe more importantly, we like to talk to people who make this gear. And this is yeah. boutique gear. This is stuff like guitars and amps and pedals and accessories. Right. All the good stuff all the time. And 101s. And just and as Jared said. We're planning some 101s, actually. We got 101s. We can also talk to yes. movers and shakers and authors and all the and people. And candlestick makers. No candlestick makers. No, not on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. So that's a very fair assessment, Tony. Uh, if you are listening, welcome. And we hope you enjoy um, the backlog of all the episodes as you uh, start to catch up on those. And if you've, uh, we have so many longtime uh, listeners out there, and we're thrilled that you're listening too. So. Can I do mustard on those? On the episodes? You said catch up. Uh, <laughs> wow, you guys are swinging low. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyways, um, I relish those days. Okay. <laughs> there it is. I we need to thank relish a few days. people as we're doing this nonsense here. And, uh, First and foremost is Road for providing this awesome audio equipment uh, that we've been using for so long. Uh, we are grateful for uh, them just making really awesome stuff to begin with, but then also for sharing that with us. So um, there's that aspect of things. And um, uh, I also want to just give a ginormous thank you to all of those who have been supporting us. On uh, Patreon and otherwise, not everybody can support on Patreon, but they support with their kind words and and just involvement in the show, and that's Absolutely. also greatly appreciated. It really is. I have yep. on my wall at uh, at home where I do all the editing and stuff. I have all the things that I've been sent, and messages and everything, letters that come in little boxes and stuff, and those are all pasted up on the wall because oh, they, wow. they mean a lot. All right, we got uh, we got some stuff to we got a lot of stuff to just share about, and you may have noticed there's there isn't a guest tonight, everybody. Sorry to break it to you, but we just wanted to get together and just kind of have a little bit of a roundtable, do what we normally do, but then just talk about the show a little bit and uh, you know where what we're excited about coming up and all that good stuff. Okay, Tanya, we're gonna start out with you. 
Okay. And then we're going to uh, just go around the horn. Well, this week, you know, I, I, I seem to remember from a couple of episodes ago, I think one of the guys from Eventide um, was a, is sponsored by uh, D'Angelico Guitars. Yeah. Uh, or endorsed, whatever that, yes. that, that terminology is. You endorsed. Know. Endorsed it. And um, so... He's got an endorsement, as Johnny Cash would say. I mean, over the years, I've owned maybe two or three of the D'Angelico jazz boxes. Yeah. Uh, but I've never owned one of their newer uh, electrical guitars. And um, day before last, the uh, musician's friend had on one of their stupid deals of the day, um, the D'Angelico uh, Bedford SH, which stands for semi-hollow. Hmm. And they had it for three ninety nine instead of wow. eight ninety nine. That's a pretty substantial discount. That's oh, that's five hundred dollars worth yes. of discount. So I said, you know what? I'm going to pick one up. I'm going to check it out. It's a set neck, kind of jazz masterish guitar, but it's got this funky, large um, f hole, huge on the top like side a, of it. It's like a boomerang or a, or yeah. a really, really, really long genie lamp. Yeah. And it's, I mean, like I said, it's a set neck guitar. It's got a uh, uh, Duncan Design mini humbucker in the bridge and two Duncan Design uh, Tele neck pickups in the middle and the neck. Block inlays. Um, so I'm kind of curious. I mean, for that kind of money, I wanted to check it out and see what, what it is. And if, I mean, if it's not good, I'll send it back. But I think I'm going to keep this one because it's just, it's just kind of an oddball guitar. Now, well, that's all you collect, really. Yeah, pretty much. There's, I mean, I'm not, no, that's not a dig. I mean, you, you like getting the things that are definitely why do you have to pick on me, two Todd? steps off <laughs> left of center. Yeah, that is true. That is true. What color did you opt for? Well, the one that they had on sale was Fiesta Red. Okay. So that's the one that I got, and uh, or is, is coming. It should be, I'm thinking it'll be here this week. Okay. Usually I get it in a couple of days after I order this fun stuff, so... So I will let you know. I will yeah, give you a right full on. report next time. Does that have the um, double scroll headstock on it? Yes, it does with a little brass finial at the top. Um, so it is like a, a typical, you know, D'Angelico. Uh, it's thinner body, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought this is just They're a, not short on uh, bling. No, no, they are not. And panache. <laughs> panache. Yeah. Yes. So but anyhow... I'll have a full report. I'm probably gonna put a new pick guard on it. That's fun. You know, know that's a, a that's a weird that's a guitar that I look at and I'm like, who's this for? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I, I've said that to myself so many times. Like I, I, I'm trying to figure out like who who's the pl- who is the solid body player of those. I mean, I've it like it to me. It says surf guitar, but yeah, I mean, because it is jazz masterish. Yeah. I, I get squirrel nut zippers kind of thing. Well, I mean, I think those those types of music are adjacent. Y- yeah, I, I can, mean, they're I can not understand that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sort of like the uh, the voodoo surf kind of thing. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So anyhow, that's what that's what I did this week. All right, that's fun. Good, good, good. Billy, how about yourself? Far out. Well, um. Yeah, uh, something came in the mail this week. It was from uh, just outside of Chicago, made by Harden Engineering. Right. It's a Telecaster. Brilliant. With a glued-in neck and um, lots of bling. They ran out of bling. And lots of road wear. 
and really super cool pickups. They look like old-timey pickups. Yeah. Um, one's a humbucker in the uh, bridge position, and the other one's at a, a single coil in, in the neck. Yeah. Cool. And um, They're yeah. kind of, uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying that there aren't others that you could put into this realm, but you could say like uh, Curtis Novak or like Waterslide kind of, you know, there's a lot of stuff embellishment on the actual yeah lots of lots of doodads um lots of like cool little uh surrounds you know Mm -hmm. um and this one in particular has um like this little oh i don't know a little plate up where your arm would come over the top uh horn you know when you're yeah when you're strumming and and another one kind of a v-shaped one back by the uh the back the bottom button strap button and um and um kind of engraved you know yeah silver plates those engraved plates are really cool yeah yeah and the best part is it has its own hardened bigsby on it yes yeah and the whole thing even with the bigsby weighs less than six pounds so it's amazing nice so that's 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 my little that was my christmas present to myself but it's not a white guitar it's not white. I'm, I'm, I may use it with uh, mathematics, but it probably has a future in some sort of a Rolling Stones kind of a band or a sleazy, greasy rock and roll band yeah. or, you know. There's a, know. There's a certain um, uh, California, like Central California Billy mm-hmm. vibe to, to that guitar. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a certain kind of like, you know, old time like chicken picking billy yeah style that they that, that they have out there but my uh, my buddy uh uh chris barton turned me on to it because yeah. he was uh working uh a little bit with uh bill harden um and uh chris has one that's like a a jazz master body and it is white yeah. with black and yeah it's it's just super cool nice so anyway yeah, yeah. Out. Check him out. He he's got lots of cool, like kind of like Western country. It's I don't know. It's sort of yeah, it swing like, band country Western. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of Bigsby influence in there, like the you know, Bigsby guitars. Kind of a Texas the, the, Austin the, the, sort of thing. The I don't forearm know. sort yeah. of plate on it is like and and the butt, or, or, you know. Yeah, kind of neat. That's yeah, yeah. really yeah. neat guitar, and it's super super light. It's it's oddly light. When you pick it up, you're like, wait, what kind of is this wood? Yeah, that's how light it is. Yeah, and, and with it's the not case, a I mean, yeah, the not, case it's solid. and the, t- the 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 guitar together Sorry. are like less than eight pounds. Oh wow, wow. it's crazy. That's a hard so, case too. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, now was it with really? a Bigsby on it? With a Bigsby. <laughs> I don't know how it does it. It's magic, but what, I got it now. Was this a new guitar when you purchased it, or is it? Uh, it's brand new. Own? Okay, brand new. Yeah, just hot off the press. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and it's like a fiesta red. It's kind of an orangish, pinkish red. Nice, yeah. so. too cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very fun. Uh, Jared. Ah, uh, so Zach from Brandon Wong Pickups uh, texted me a picture of a mid '60s humbucker, and there are two original leads coming out of the lead hole, and where there are usually one. So that you know, obviously means it was coil tapped. And uh, I have never, ever heard of a Gibson pickup being coil tapped 
from the 60s, unless I'm missing something or just don't know. Obviously, I don't know something, if it was common or not, um, but I'm learning every day, like everybody else in the world, so it, I thought that was really, really interesting. I mean, can you guys think of any mid-60s Gibson guitars? I mean, that- could, could it have been like... Uh, on something with a veritone switch, like a ES three forty five three fifty five. We've never seen that. Yeah. No, I'm, in fact, my uh, a guy at work has a three fifty five with a veritone system, and and uh, he's he's one of my bosses actually, and he cannot stand the veritone, and mm. so he took that out. And I, um, when you do that, you have to put longer leads on your pickups or jump them. Because that will require longer leads uh, on the pickups. Oh, yeah. The bar- baritone switch is kind of near the two pickups. Mm-hmm. So the neck pickup actually um, uses less lead to get to the switch than the bridge. Mm-hmm. So if you want to uh, bypass a baritone, which I would recommend for myself, then, then yeah, you, ha- you would want to redo the leads on the pickups. So that's what I did with that. But as far as... Um, a mid six. It was. It's got to be like a sixty six. It's got. It's really interesting. It's got a T top bobbin and a pre T top bobbin. So it was right when they were switching over materials. But it's by God. It's it's so it's original unless somebody is an expert and really made it look original. But it it's really cool. It's like, but it's like eight hundred bucks on Reverb. You could see it on Reverb. But it's like eight hundred bucks. So I'm like ah. So is it? I'm just, is it? I'm just believe it. Is it? Just, so each coil has its own lead. Is that what you're saying? There's one lead. Um, I believe you can use one lead to do the whole series. But I'm gonna guess if you ground, um, if you ground the inner lead, then you will split the coil. Okay. I think that's how the. Because they did that with Dirty Fingers in the early 80s. They didn't use a four-wire, you know, the the PVC mm-hmm. lead that we see today. They actually just had two different leads with two different holes on each corner of the pickup. Huh. Opposite corners of each other with, you know, two braided leads. And Yeah, um, yeah I don't and, think I've ever seen that. So, yeah, it's it's wild. It's really – I'll send you a picture. Yeah. But, um, so that that I found super interesting, and that is all I have, my friends. I, I like how he claps. Yeah, at his yeah. end. What was that? <laughs> Did you click your fingers? It'll do the same effect. No, not really. <laughs> but, so uh, he's like in a jazz coffee house. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Clap me in, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Jared. Well done. Yeah. The theater. The theater. What happened to the theater? It's gone, real gone, man. <laughs> what about you, John Esterly? Yeah, John, tell us, please share. So I've been doing some digging. At one of the projects that I've kind of had in the back of my head for a while now is to build a, I believe they call it a Belinda Stang, the Belinda Butcher. It's like a Mustang, but it's got a Jazzmaster Jaguar. You really are deep into like the... like all the female players and builders and stuff. Yes. Almost everything you talk about is... There, it's a, there's a female behind it. Mm. That's something, I mean, based on the conversation we had earlier. I'm just pointing that out, and you can ask, we can dig into that after. Sorry for the interruption. No, Go ahead. not at all. There is a couch over there if you'd like to lie down, and we can <laughs> psychoanalyze you later. Yeah. No, but it's a, it's a, um, 
a Mustang body. Mustang body. And then it's got a uh, the the um, Jazzmaster style tremolo system. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So you actually have to make a thicker body because oh. the Mustang body's too thin to support. I mean, yes. you'd have to have a hole on the back if you yeah. use yeah. the standard body. Um, and then there's really no information about how it's wired or how it's the scale length because it appears to be like a full-scale Fender guitar. Hmm. Um, and then there's no pickup selector switch, so as best we can tell, it's just two volume pots with no tone control. Or maybe a blend. Potentially, potentially. But it's it's two knobs and no switch. So hmm. um, trying to do a little research, there's not a whole lot of information out there because as best anybody knows, it was built custom for her, and she's been kind of tight-lipped about what it actually is. So, yeah. Um, but I think I'm probably going to end up working with Gary at Partscaster to do something that's, if not a copy thereof, but more of an homage to, to that type of uh, guitar. So I, I would probably stick with the shorter scale just because it's more comfortable for me. Okay. Um, hmm. But, you know, the, the, the smaller offset body with the... But it has to be thicker. has to be thicker. Yep. Hmm. Yep. So that's kind of been what I've been digging into over the past. Okay, that, week. that's awesome. So what about your? <laughs> what about the thing that I was mentioning? So, the last guitar that you mentioned that you want to get was a girl signature. Your, yeah, I think was it your favorite? Your favorite band? One of your favorite bands was like is like a girl rock band. This was one. Uh, this was a girl guitar, and then the one that you showed me right before it was a girl bass. I know that low effects is like your favorite person in the whole wide world. <laughs> I'm just it's it's uh it's interesting and I I'm just curious like what what is it a, where why do you think you seem to to gravitate towards towards that? Well, I would say and and let me say this and then I'll talk it through. Okay. So, I tend to prefer bands that are led by female lead singers and that's not because i'm a creepy dude that's because i feel like the female singing voice falls better in the register so the the music balances out better Mm. and the the bands that i like that have male lead singers tend to be male singers that sing in higher registers that's totally fair okay um so i think that's what kind of draws me towards those bands anyway Mm -hmm. and then because i appreciate those bands i like the equipment that they use right Right. I still think you're a creepy maybe a dude. little lower than that. <laughs> that's interesting. It is interesting, but I, I think more it's it's what I listen to. So then that's what I look at when it comes to gear. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Ah, just it's the observation. That's yeah. all. As a father of three girls and a leader of a band that has a girl singer, I I mean I can understand. Uh, okay. So hey, speaking of that, this weekend. Hey Todd, what about you? <laughs> I knew that was going to be a long one, so I let you have that. Uh, so uh, I, I talked about this bass that uh, I got from my daughter and finally got time to go down to Tony's shop Yay. and get a little fun video. And honestly, that video might be my favorite video <laughs> we've ever hilarious. done. It's, it's, it's pretty it was cool. so much fun. Like, I had the best time editing that. I'm like, this is super fun. Uh, I loved it. It was really great. And... We had a, a an awesome time. Tony c- took really good care of us, and, and it was fun to let Jane, uh, who's my middle daughter, kind of like it, see what all the. She wasn't just like listening to it third hand. She was in the store. She was, 
you know, uh, in the shop. And, and, and Tony was cutting it, and she was looking at every little piece. And Billy has to fart, he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to clap? Okay. Do it on the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> That's better. You're, you're so thoughtful. That's very polite of you. <laughs> super polite. So anyways, we um, we got to hang out, and she got to watch Tony and I just kind of yuck it up and stuff. And it was just a, it was a neat experience. It was fun, and we got a heck of a good looking pick guard out of it. We went with parchment pearl, parchment perloid. Yes, yeah, it's the big giant chunky pearl, which looks really great. And we also put on a bridge cap. Is that a chrome bridge? Bridge cap? cover. Yeah. Bridge cover. P base cover. Yeah. It's a black P base with, uh, you know, a maybe rosewood yeah. neck, fingerboard, some sort of yeah, darkish wood. It's Brazilian. I can't. I don't know what, how old it is though. So it very oh, well could okay. be. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then we also put on. She's got the. She got really big hands, like long phalanges, and she's tall. So I, I'm watching her trying to struggle, like. Resting her thumb on the top of a pickup and still trying to do. And I said, "Let's get, let's put a, a thumb rest on the guard for you." And I that immediately she's like, "Oh my!" She she got home and just started playing it like crazy, yep. and it was great. Yep. So and that's interesting because you chose the '70s position uh, early on in the '50s and '60s. Fender put the, At the thumb bar. rest or tug bar, as it was called then, below the uh, the G string. Yeah. And uh, this one is above the E string. Uh-huh. Uh, so it, it just goes to show you the style changes because back in the early days, player bass players would anchor their fingers below on, below on the treble side and use their thumb to pick. Yeah, because there wasn't much going on. No, but now in the 70s, the Fender moved it up top so that you could rest your thumb on it and use your fingers to play individual strings. Yeah. It's really, really cool, and it, and it really helped her playing uh, playability, the playability of the guitar. Um, so I was really, really, really thankful for that. So thanks, Tony, for letting us in a shop on a Saturday. On a Saturday, of on all a Saturday, days. and she finally got to name it. What did she name it? Floyd. Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. Yes. So she named it Floyd, which is really cool. So I, I think I'm gonna quick. I'm gonna get some like uh, little those little slant style like uh, mailbox stickers uh, with you know and and put Floyd on the back. Like Eddie Floyd. Or King just Floyd. Floyd. Just Floyd. King Floyd. Just Floyd. Oh, you should try to find the ones like Elvis put on his acoustic guitar. They're like the foil. Uh, well, they're kind of like. Well, uh, yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. The ones that are like. Each of them yeah, are like but it, these slants. these are almost like raised and and have like a clear coating <laughs> okay. on them. I'll, I'll think oh. about that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I also want to mention over. Uh, I f- I forgot to mention this, but over the break, um, I did a post where Seymour Duncan rated our show as like the you know the one to listen to for traveling and and otherwise they were just. Uh, they made a post and they said, these are things you need to pay attention to. And so I got a hold of Seymour Duncan and I said, hey, I want to talk to the person that, that put that together and then say thank you and, and ask them questions about, what you know, why did they do that and what was, you know, what they had to say about it. Got in touch with somebody. It'd be great to have, um, you know, some sort of faction from, a representative from Seymour Duncan to come on the show. And 
I, we spoke specifically not just about, like, tell us about Seymour Duncan pickups. It may just be me, but when my perspective on it is when Duncan came around, they, like, blew up the whole pick guard, or, uh, sorry, uh, pick up. Thank you. Pickups world, right? And then then there was a whole, then there was the era of, like, all the smaller boutique ones, right? Mm -hmm. And so for players who are entering the game, like, maybe even in the last five or even ten years, may not be as familiar with with Duncan. Um, certainly not, not in the land of where we're at right now. It, it, it's it's not that they're gone or anything, but they're just not as top of mind because they've been around for so long. Well, I, I will say that, I mean, even to this day, I mean, I still use a lot of Duncan pickups in, in my projects in addition to other boutique things. Yeah. Like, I like Brandon Wounds. There, there are certain yeah. things. But, you know, uh, in terms of price and consistency and quality. I mean, you're not going to go wrong with them. They're, they're great. No, you can't. My point, though, was instead of uh, there, there is that, and they're going to continue to do that. So touching on that, I'm, I was kind of like, you know, spitballing an idea of like, what would the show look like? Because I'd love to have them on the show. Mm -hmm. They're also developing a lot of great new innovations outside of those, uh, you know, their, their core line of products. I'm like, Let's talk about that stuff, you know, uh, as as well, because most people that are talking to them are talking about their pickup. So, right. anyways, just a back and forth conversation, but it was really cool, and um, I enjoyed I enjoyed speaking with them. So, hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get them uh, on the show in, in cool. some nice. capacity. Nice. So there's that. Uh, well, we don't have a four on the floor. Todd Novak, what is your four on the floor? <laughs> I was going to suggest just that because yeah. I don't think we've ever heard it, have I, we? I don't know what it is. But that's okay. This is not about me. But I will. I, I, I do want to do a giant thank you, uh, a massive shout out to Tour Gear. Absolutely. We, we talk about them every week, and we're we're not just the you know blowing smoke. Like it's a great company. They're great dudes. They make and a great great product. product. Absolutely. And, and they make it really easy for the average Joe guitar player to not go broke getting good gear. And I appreciate that. Um, so well thank said, you, Tour Todd. Gear, for sponsoring our um, four on the floor that we don't have this week. <laughs> they offer a discount, too. By they the way. do. Thank you, Jared. Where, where, what does that discount look like? Well, you get 10% off if you use the guitar knobs on their coupon code, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. That is absolutely correct. So I would that. take advantage of that. Yeah, you type Absolutely. in the guitar knobs. That is the that is uh, very very true. Just type it in, Billy. There. You're gonna have to do that. You got all these new things that you keep getting. Yeah, you're oh, like yeah. you're like a you're out acquiring Tony. It's yeah, kind of I was remarkable. gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Anyways, I, so ladies and gentlemen, this is our 300th episode. Three zero zero. Three zero zero. We started in 2016, in April of 2016, mm, and good. so this will be our seventh year of uh, wow production, and you know, well over, uh, well over 275 interviews at least. In, I think that's there. a fair assessment. Yeah, uh, which is really fun. Um, I've been lining up future episodes we've got a lot of great ones coming we're going to dip into some people that we haven't talked to in a little while 
um, because a lot has changed in the in the gear world just even in the last three years. And people who, you know, had a path that they were going down or having to change it or having to alter it or have grown immensely or have shrunken. And so uh, we're going to talk to a lot of those kind of people. Nice. Um, I'm always on the lookout for new builders um, as we are looking and thinking about new people to have on the show. Um, I also got a question about acoustic guitars. Yeah. I was going to bring up that I've been playing a lot of acoustic because I'm doing a special show this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's honestly, mm-hmm. it's just something that I, I'm not personally like, I'm not acoustic guy and I don't have, I, I, I don't have the tendencies towards that. And a lot of people are like, you need to check this person. I'm like, that's awesome. It's a $12,000 acoustic guitar. That's not, I don't know what we're supposed to do with that. I don't know very many of our listeners that could, like who, I, I just don't know what to uh, d- really do with that kind of information. It I wonder if we can turn that into a 101 and talk about different woods and, and talk about what kind of, you know, different woods gives us different tone. Um, I know. I think that, that would be a great approach to it because I yeah. think that that would let a couple of names in because I know that there are really amazing builders out there. I know that there are people making fantastic guitars that aren't the ultra super well known brands. It is just not in my field of general interest for me to be able to carry that conversation in, you know, with uh, in. Authentic enthusiasm, I guess, for lack of better terms. Hmm. Yeah. So, but I would certainly yield that over if you guys are like, dude, no, we need to do it. And I want to, I think it would be a good idea. I'll answer all the questions. I would Mm -hmm. say it doesn't have a knob, so it does not fit the definition of some do. do. So, Mm. anyways, that's just uh, things to consider, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Just Mm-mm. ramblings Mm-mm. out of my out of the uh, little my little peanut up there and uh, <laughs> spinning around. Um, but, Is that uh, what the kids are calling it these yeah, days? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and you know, there's there's all kinds of fantastic innovations, even from known builders that we're encountering. Like we just had Blackstar on. Yeah. And who were you know. Well known for their amps, we did a. Uh, I, in my opinion, I, the, those are two of the best episodes we've ever had. I think. No, oh, those were very good. Yeah, um, and learned a lot about like new things that are that are happening. We had there's. I saw the announcement from Fender, uh, like a, a couple days ago, that they're basically going to like go heavy, like full force into digital amplif- amplification now. Hmm. Uh, somebody sent that to me. I can't remember who sent it to me, but. Um, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that are shaking up based on like you know what what we have to work with now and what are the demands of musicians and what are you know is there will our gear look like this look like the same that it is now in five years even you know that's a good point so uh, really interesting amazing time to be a guitar player and uh, more importantly a guitar enthusiast even if you're you like just having the stuff, <laughs> which is great, too. I really, really hope that at some point in time we're like, oh, my gosh, it's our 500th show. I would love for that to happen. 
Mm. Tony wrinkled his nose. But I would love for that to happen. <laughs> That'll be 200 episodes from now. That will be. That will be. Mm. That's four <laughs> years. Yeah. Huh. So, um, anyways, just uh, just a little dissertation on where we are with the 300. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm we're just opening, it, opening the, the conversation up to all you all. Well, Todd, you know, the, the only thing I can say about one of the things I can say about 300 episodes is I hope that the listeners have had as much fun listening to all the episodes as I think all of us have had doing this. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. Absolutely. It's fun. We have a good time. We sit down. Sometimes everybody's in the studio. Sometimes we're doing it remotely. And it's just a bunch of guys talking about gear. Yep. Especially and, the funnies at the end. Well, the, fun, yeah, the the outtakes are always there. That's you, a you, reward if you listen to the whole thing. You get a little <laughs> reward. But no, I think I think it is, you know, and, and I think time and time again, you know, guests that we have, everybody says, oh, I feel like I'm just like sitting around, you know, talking to you, know, you guys in person, you know, you know, just talking about gear and stuff. And that's that's the whole vibe, I think, of what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, you know, I was talking with Jared, <laughs> uh, this weekend and we were talking about people that we know sort of in the industry who may or may not, you know, it's just like depending on their personality and stuff. And, you know, uh, so many of these people are builders who just spend all their time by themselves, you know, not really talk. So it's, it's not like they're out there glad handing all the time and, Sometimes people can come off certain ways and not. We were just kind of talking about that. And I reminded him, I, I said, you know, uh, when I first met Jared at the guitar show, I came around the corner and I see this huge person. <laughs> yeah. And I said, so do you make these pickups? And his big, giant genie arms were all folded up. And he said, uh, like, looking at me like, are you an idiot? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you, why the hell do you think I'm standing here at this table selling pickups that say my name on it? Which I didn't know what his name was. And I said, oh, that's really, that's interesting. Uh, you know, where do you make them? I make them here in Ohio. Okay. Well, what's your story? And he long pause and he looked at me in like exasperation. And he goes, do you really want to know? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I do now. Because <laughs> like, I'm not sure if he wants to squash me or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, and it was just, it was an interesting thing because that could have gone a lot. It could have gone completely different. I could have been like, oh, okay. He could have pummeled thanks, you. jerk. See you later. Or he could have said, scram, go away. You bother me, son. You know, kind of thing. Because, I got paying customers. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, you know, he's got people who are constantly saying like, tell me all about your stuff. Then he goes into the. Okay, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, cool, thanks, see you later. You know, it doesn't end up buying anything. So he was like, why? I don't want to maybe waste my time on did that. Did you buy something sure. from him that day? I did not. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> but I no, asked him to be on the show. Oh, there yeah, you go. and I, I, was, I was so flattered that you asked and very excited. And? And? Did we lose him? Jared? And oh, sorry about that. I pressed that on accident. No, I didn't know if you were all choking <laughs> up and just like couldn't breathe. No, it was no. all the clamped. <laughs> when you asked me to be on the show, I was 
inside I was super excited and um, and I, I I'm not gonna lie I thought wow I really liked the show after I listened to a, a few episodes I think you did, we, you we did only had a few <laughs> yeah, they, yeah you had like, like 10 20. or 15 yeah. or something yeah. like that 20 and um, it was funny and and um, I thought to myself I wonder if I could ever be on this as a you know as, as a, a miracle uh, we got past someday. 20 you know I and it's been a great ride ever since. And, you know, because of being on the show, it's really uh, it helped out my business. And so I definitely consider being on the show a part of my own personal success. Thanks to Todd Novak. So thank mm. you, Todd. Oh, I, you're welcome. I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually it, it means it means a lot. So. And uh, I think yeah, shor- I, shortly after um, you were on the show, Jared, didn't uh, Andy our friend Andy Harrison introduced uh, you and I and yeah. uh, and then you said you got to get on this podcast that I'm on and I yeah. think I hemmed and hawed for a little while yeah because he told me all about that and he's like yeah he didn't really say and then he asked you again and he's like yeah he didn't really say anything. and then later on uh, I actually I think I met you at the guitar show I'm like oh we yeah we should have you on he's like yeah okay I'll come on I was happy. Yeah, I mean, Tony. Tony brought us picks and you know, and little a little bag of goodies. But but there's a whole other thing because at, at that point, like, if you get turned down twice, that doesn't matter who you are. You, the next time you're gonna be like, <laughs> screw that guy, you know. So I think he yeah. actually might have said, "Yeah, oh, Tony, after me, and you had to get said he liked to come on the show." And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, really seriously, I think it'd be really great. He knows a lot of stuff, and I was like. All right, fine. And he came on, and I'm like, "All right, I got some jelly for my peanut butter. I love it." I, I got it. I can't imagine the show without Tony Balonsky. Absolutely, too. he's been on for a long time. Yeah, so. forever. Yes. Yeah. And I actually did use that that same uh, analogy when I was talking to Jane because she was she was <laughs> talking about how we were just like acting like two little, you know, kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know. One of the great things, as an example, about what uh, the show has done for uh, me personally, but also for others that are involved, and uh, uh, the episode that we just had with uh, Sam Jett, and some of the things that we are actually going to talk about right after this, Mm -hmm. it's like, that all happened as as just as a result of being open and mm. and and accepting of others and showing interest and finding commonality and and being excited about the things that that we all like and i said honestly like I, who i never would have thought <laughs> take this in the right way tony <laughs> i said i never would have thought in a million years that like like my uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd find, uh, jelly for my peanut butter in a 60 plus year old pick guard maker. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Listen, Shani, I forgot more about podcasts than you'll ever yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you're no spring chicken either. Uh, hey, careful. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, but I mean, you know, that's that's a single example. Yeah. You know, and 
I, I you know, if I'm just looking at this table right here, we got Billy, we got John, we got Jared on the line. All of this happened. You know, I mean, we probably would have known each other. I don't. Bill, are you doing tantric exercises right now? Or are you just? I'm. I'm. You thinking? A whole none. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's doing his kegels over right. there. Right. Give him a. Give him I, think has, I think he may need to make a poop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about that. Yeah. Well, anyways, <laughs> I'm 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 blathering on a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, I'm so yeah. You hit your nail on. I, you hit the nail on. The I'm head so head. incredibly grateful for the connections and friendships oh, yeah. that I've made um, through the show. Um, for the people at the table, for the people who oh, are yeah. listening, so many people that are listening, and uh, through our patrons, I, I it's just it really truly blows me away like that what if i didn't just try mm -hmm. right what if what if i didn't convince one of or all of you guys at different points in time to say hey you should you know come and hang out or whatever man it it has brought so much um fulfillment and true joy to my life and i'm thankful for that nice yeah us too. I'll second that. Emotion. Thanks, Billy. And now, uh, if I may, really quickly, you know, we've talked to a couple of the old dogs, but you guys are, you know, John, you you dip in every once in a while, um, and and Billy is a is a recent addition. Anything uh, you would care to share from yourselves? One small example is, um, I had no idea what any of this was about. Todd said, "Hey, I'm interviewing this guy who's 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 plays bass and guitar for different bands on the road." AC Slade. Yeah, AC Slade. He says, "I think you would you would really uh appreciate him and and could add something to our show because because you kind of do that too." And I was like, "Okay." And and I came down here to the studio and uh got to talk to AC Slade. And then it got me thinking about so many different things about what is my role in the music world, mm -hmm. you know, both here in Columbus and outside of that? And then uh, all kinds of things have happened since then. You know, one is I started uh, renting some of the studio space that was, that was available nice. right here when we do the podcast. And I do it from my art studio. And then, you know, just connecting. It was like, it's like sometimes it just takes one small connection to make... <laughs> a much bigger, meaningful um, integration into the whole, you know, world of, of art and music. And um, so I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very grateful that you started this. Don't forget, don't forget I, dance. Dance. Music, art, yeah, right, dance. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's real easy to visualize <laughs> while we're talking <laughs> about <laughs> gear, yeah. you know. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. So, thank you. Yeah. So, thank, thank you, you Todd. Glad you're here. I would say I think what impresses me so much about this show is Todd and Tony and Jared have developed a knack for keeping the momentum going in an interview. I mean, I've been party to some of the interviews that were tougher than others, and then I've been party to some where it just felt very natural, like it was just four or five people sitting around talking for an hour or more. Um, 
And I think you're you're very quick to just adapt to how the show is going to go and keep it going. So definitely kudos on that. Thanks, Todd. Thank you. Yeah. Well, oh, it, I, no, that wasn't for Todd. That, oh, Tony. Yeah. that was for Tony. Uh, I, and I, and I want to point out, I'm is I'm facilitating. It's like none of this. I, I mean, I don't know if it was just me doing this. This would not be. It wouldn't be remotely the same thing. So like, this is a collective thing, and just even the energy from everybody listening. If we didn't have that back, oh, yeah. You know, we 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 probably would have had our fun and. You know, said, well, damn, we tried. <laughs> so I think that that is, is a huge factor in it. But ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Todd, it is hard for Todd to take credit. But Todd, you do deser- you do deserve uh, an enormous amount of credit because this is, you, you know, your format, your whole idea in the first place. And you know, you know how to present the content at hand. We're just a, a bunch of blubbering idiots lucky enough to be on the show. I think, yeah, we, I think, do I think Billy took offense to that one. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm I, a blubbering Who idiot. are you saying blubbering? Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> blubbering, well, I, knew, I knew Tony before the show, and you yeah, know, he would just he would just be another pick guard maker. Yeah. Yeah. Know, but you somebody know. has to say it. That's my point. I, I, I appreciate that, Jared. Pick uh, and, and true to form, yes, I... It, I, it feels uh, I don't want a lot of time. It's weird. It. It's weird to be like, thank you, you know, because that's, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. you know, but uh, I, I appreciate that. Well, the cool thing is, is that there are so many guitar nerds out there, you know, oh, that yeah. talk about gear. And there's tons that we and haven't even like, reached yet. I mean, I tons. I'm, when I tell people about the show, it's like, oh, I'm going to listen to some episodes and then. And then, like, then they're hooked. They go back yeah. and they listen to these episodes, and they they're telling me all the time. They're like, "Oh man, I've been digging that show, man." Yeah, you know, it's just nice. It's like, hey, okay, cool. You know, it, it is. It's interesting because I will get messages from people who am I truly I I can't I love getting messages from everybody, but they'll say like you know they're like oh I just caught up on X Y Z episode and I was like. Holy mackerel, that was a while ago. You know, I was like, are you going backwards? Are you going forwards? Where did you start? And and I'm excited. I'm like, that's cool. And they'll say, like, that part where you blah, 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 blah. And now I really like them and I follow them or whatever. It's like, that's really great. Actually, yeah. to, to that point, so we just gave away to um, Johnny Morales. Hey. Johnny. Out, hey. And he is in Oakland. He says, hey, that's really cool. I can't believe I want something. And he says, you know, I have a I have a guitar shop. And I was like, wait, what? And then we had this big, long conversation, uh, you know, on, on Instagram and everything. And I checked out the guitar shop. And, and it's one of those ones is like he's kind of leading with an attitude of like sort of like a, 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 a very positive vibe kind of thing. So we we're talking about that. It was just like one of those things like here's a guy who's who's also doing this out there that I didn't. I, I didn't even make that connection. I stumbled on his shop on accident, and I was like, oh, I really like your shop. I didn't even know it was him at the time. Hmm. And then he said, hey, can I, I, I really want to talk to uh, Wooly from Champion Lecky because I'd, like I'd like to feature his pedals in my shop. Man, that's freaking cool. It's <laughs> like, you know, Wooly's yeah. our friend. And, and, and yep. so I, I immediately said, any other connections I can make, let me know, because I love doing that. Anyways, that just happened this weekend, and 
I'd forgot about that. That's to wonderful. Speaking of other things, uh, or speaking re- uh, of, of the last episode we just had, let's talk about this amazing giveaway that we have for all of you. Not for all of you, for one of you. But it's a giveaway nonetheless. <laughs> you guys are all looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, it. it's a raffle. Ra- I was going to say, it's not, it's not, but we're giving not it away. Giveaway per se. It's a raffle with a giveaway. You're giving it away to the person who won the raffle. <laughs> <laughs> so, some purchase necessary. Is so, we can all be in the raffle. <laughs> so, it is for all of us. It is for everyone who wants to buy a raffle ticket. Yes. So, if you recall, uh, hopefully you, you listened to the last episode. Um, we had a fantastic time with Sam Jet. And the, the uh, these guys, he and John, showed up with this incredible guitar and shared that whole story and who was involved. And I, I just want to thank everybody that was involved in bringing this guitar to life from the absolute bottom of my heart. That is just so awesome. And Bill Gola guitars way out there in Australia. Big giant digital hug from me, okay? Now, I'm going to turn this over to John. And this guitar you're talking about. This, this is the this, gold sparkle yeah, yeah. Toddcaster, as they called it on the back of the the neck plate. And the inspiration was that they want, a bunch of people wanted to say thanks. Wanted well, to say thanks and, uh, you know, just maybe poke a little fun at Todd in the process. We kind of started this... To be fair, it was just going to be a joke. We were going to get a Squire guitar and like... And to be clear, I have nothing to do with this. Nothing to nothing. do with it. I have n- yeah. zero to do with this. We, we were going to just rattle can something and maybe have Tony put together a black pick guard and do like... This is the t- this is the guitar that Todd would not want, right? Yes. One, Todd hates strats. Right. Uh, two, all of Todd's guitars are black with a gold sparkle pick guard. Not the, all of them, but most of them. And, and this, is the, this is the opposite. It is... It is like the deepest gold sparkle you can possibly imagine. I also don't like black hardware. <laughs> and this has black hardware. Um, so, uh, you and know, it's, just it's a shredder guitar. Just again to kind of go over it. So, Bill Gola guitar did the body for us. It's got a Gun Street harness, Brandon Wound pickups. Tony did the pick guard. Uh, it's got a Rare Buzz crinkle bind, uh, which is an in guitar boost uh, in lieu of the volume. Um, Sam sprung for the hardware and the neck. Uh, it's a Warmoth neck, um, all black hardware. Um, and Chase did the setup. Chase did the final setup on it, final assembly. I mean, setup. it is a real player. For, it's uh, legitimately, it is a. That's a that's a nice. It, guitar, I mean, man. it's it's a nice guitar. Um, little loud, but if you're one that's on stage and you want something that really is going to draw attention, it's you'll see pictures of it's it. It's a statement guitar. It's it's definitely a statement guitar. Yeah. Um, so I think what we're going to do, so I'm going to host the raffle on my website. So if you go to rarebuzzer.com, R-A-R-E-B-U-Z-Z-E-R.com, it'll be right there on the homepage. You'll have an opportunity to buy raffle tickets. We're going to do $25 a ticket. Uh, there'll be a grand prize winner, which will get the guitar. Um, we'll do free shipping within the United States. If you're an international, uh, buyer, I don't want to discourage you, but all we would ask is that you help out with the shipping. Um, and then we're also going to do a second prize uh, drawing. Um, we're going to do a special uh, 
gold enclosure snitch pedal from my lineup. So we're going to bring that back for one pedal and one pedal only. And uh, the kind of the second place winner will get a, a snitch, which for those that don't know, is a rodent style pedal that's very loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's super exciting. And then so uh, this raffle, all the money... Well, that's uh, ultimately that's up to you, and I don't want to put you on the spot. But uh, last week we had talked about, uh, you know, um, giving you the opportunity to pick a charity uh, that we would then donate all of this money to, because the, everything that we've done so far has been uh, donated either in kind or, uh, you know, with with donated funds. Right. So I'm really really excited about being able to donate this to something to to a cause and. In all honesty, like I've been racking my brain trying to figure it out because I've never really been put in this position before. Uh, And what I what I am actually going to opt to do is so as not to create any bias. I, I would like to announce the recipient. When we are ready to draw. Okay. Okay. So that so that the the spirit of the raffle is true. So you're making basically a, a, an anonymous donation, but the, all the funds will, will go will to sell, a charity. I will say who, it, who it's going to go to when we when we When you do the draw. Yeah, I'm not going to just be like, it went to somebody. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I, I also don't want it to color someone's decision to say, this is going to help somebody. I got you. As opposed to like, maybe I don't want to help that buddy. For okay. whatever reason, I think that's fair. I think that's fair too. Okay. Plus, it gives you a little more time. It gives to me think a little it. bit more time to make a, a really good, educated thing because I also don't want to, you know, there's lots of things that you can kind of knee jerk say, oh, I'm going to donate this to X. It's like, I know this isn't going to be $100,000. I think the band would really like that. Yeah, they would. <laughs> hey, actually, I would. Like, if anybody's going to Yeah. There it is. Uh, no, but, you know, I want to make sure that this goes to something that's going to actually, to, to, to have a real effect, because there's so many different tiers of recipients of things. And, like I said, it's not like... We're a corporation who's going to be donating a hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand. You know, maybe we'll get ten thousand dollars. That'd be amazing. But um, I want to make sure that, that we make an impact. And yeah, I, so I think that that's an important part of it. So it isn't just a drop in a bucket of water. I want it to be a bucket of water as much as we can. Sure. So. And, and then I would say structurally, so we'll just we'll put this live whenever this episode drops, whatever date that is, and then we'll run the raffle for two weeks and then close it at midnight two weeks after this episode drops. And as as the timing works out, we'll I'm sure all social media channels. Yeah, will we're going to blow this, it up on yeah, social. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that you know when you can buy tickets, when the ticket sales are going to end, and then um, we'll draw, you know, right after the after the sales end. Right, right, right. Um, I like this very much. I'm really, really excited about it. I hope everybody out there is listening, uh, is able to, uh, you know, contribute and, uh, hopefully, you know, uh, you win something. That'd be fantastic. I would love that. Yep. Um, let's see. So more to come on that. More to so come. So when this drops, when you first hear this, we should have it up and running. Yeah, you'll be able to go to the website. You'll be able to buy a ticket when this is okay. All right. Well, John and I will sort that out. 
Uh, so look, f well, I shouldn't say look for this then because this then is now. The, this is then. Go on the computer right now <laughs> and buy tickets. That's right. That's what we want to say. Um, buy till it hurts. Yeah. Super, and then super, buy super another cool. one. <laughs> super cool. Um, so uh, one other thing that I wanted to kind of share slash announce is uh, I've been... I, I, I've been careful not to tease out too much, and I've actually had to pull a lot of photos from, like, shows that I've done because I, I always like to take a shot of my pedal board. And uh, I realize I'm like, crap, I can't show that yet because last night we launched FlintEffects.com. Ooh. And this is something that me and uh, my drummer from the Valentinos uh, have been working on. He's a, a, a very talented electronic wizzo fella. That's the, that's the degree you asked for if wizzo, you want to do yes. that. Electronic wizzo degree. Yes. Uh, and uh, is also a great problem solver. Uh, so he and I like to talk about problems and how to solve them and all that business. And so... I would like to introduce the the uh, the listening world to the Stomper. This is our first product. We we actually have a couple pedals that are being worked on, but I fast tracked this because I was like, this is something that I'm I, didn't exist, and I was really really excited about. And we, we we'll probably have another longer maybe longer promo a little bit later on that. But um, so the Stomper, I'm pa I'm showing these guys they've they've. I've seen it. Seen it and everything. Um, it's It's been uh, a little while in the process, but effectively, it is a device that you can just put on your, typically a multi-effects pedal, uh, like the HX Stomp um, or the Hot Tone Ampero line. Uh, also, the uh, HXXL and the Eventide H90. And what those have in common is that very, very close to the actual foot switch are your highly tuned, uh, like, micro-parameter knobs that are, like, touch sensitive like if you touch it like a think about a lamp that you touch and it turns on you don't have to press anything you just touch it, it turns on that's like on the hx stomp they are pressure sensitive and they have like the infinite uh wh what do you call it it's like tick 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 um it's called a rotary encoder rotary encoder rotary encoder and these little teeny tiny knobs are sitting right in front of your big giant stomping foot mm. and when i was first started playing with my hx stomp i was like Every time I'd go up to it, I'd be like, yeah, woo, and I'd have to, like, tiptoe into it So because I've got a, a relatively large foot, and I was like, I'm, I, I'm fearful I'm going to crush these little tiny knobs that are basically controlling all the stuff that I need this to do. So when we did this, uh, made a little drawing. I, I looked at the, I looked at the, the, the stomper, or the, the HX stomp, and I, and I went to my whiteboard, and I said, huh, and I did a little drawing. And I said, I called Matt up and I said, um, hey, I have an idea. And I talked to him and he said, let's try to make it. 
And after about 26 iterations, um, we came up with something that would stay on the pedal when you're traveling to, from gig or whatever. It, is, it will protect it. It will give you something to actually <laughs> try to look at or that you can actually see so it's not just a bunch of black with knobs and stuff. And uh, I'm really, really proud of this. We actually waited for a long time because we were in the process of getting a patent. Mm. And I know everybody's like, well, patents, who cares about a patent? Patents only as good as your lawyers that you have to black grant. I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of a bucket list thing, too, to be honest. It was like, I, I have a patent. Or I'm, I have a patent pending, I should say. And so we're really, really, really excited. This is called the Stomper. So these are PAF? They are no the PAF stomper. No, they're not patent applied for. They are patent pending. Patent pending. PPs. Yes, we were originally patent <laughs> applied for. They're not PP, P, PAFs. They're PPs. Yes. They're, they're PP stompers. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, we got a bunch of different colors, and some of them actually glow in the dark. Yeah. They are UV activated. Are they available in clear? They are not available in clear. Hmm. But they could be. But they are available in atomic pink, atomic pink, Ooh. UV orange, mm-hmm. UV green, mm-hmm. um, Arctic white, mm-hmm. white sparkle, mm-hmm. black sparkle. Mm-hmm. So it looks exactly like the HX stomp, right? And gold sparkle. Well, nice. Who would use something like that? I mean, we had to do that, right? <laughs> um, and there we have a uh, a uh, patent pending tension cage that's what keeps these things on so we're really really excited about this if you have any of the models that i've just talked about we we are we launched the site but we haven't said anything out to the to the general public other than right now on the show and we have an inventory that we're trying to work through we don't know if this is going to go big we don't know if this is going to go small we just don't know if you go to flinteffects.com, F-L-I-N-T-E-F-F-E-C-T-S.com, flinteffects.com, um, we are selling them for $10 hmm. to protect your five to six to $800 piece of equipment. Yeah. And um, we're geared up to do, I think, about six different models right now, and we're going to continue to look for new ones to apply them to. But for those who are listening, uh, and we've, we've already, well, I already tested them out with uh, the some of the patrons from Patreon our, mm-hmm. on our show, and I'm like, hey, who out there's got a HX stomp? And let me let me see what you think. So I sent those out, but um, for at least the next week, we're not going to do any kind of uh, social announcement or anything like that. We're not going to try to pump up SEO or anything. So you all who are listening have first dibs on the stock that we have. Nice. I hope you like it. And if nothing else, hey, I made something. <laughs> FlintEffects.com, officially live and open. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And they're super cheap to ship, too. So it's like because they weigh virtually nothing. nothing. Yeah. Uh, alrighty. Uh, those two huge announcements... Were the the big 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 announcements that we wanted to handle today? Hey everybody, just need to interject real quick here. The day after we recorded this, 
we all learned of the passing of the famed uh, American guitarist, singer, and songwriter, David Crosby. And as we are featuring him in our Would You Rather, we wanted to acknowledge and thank him for his contribution to our music world and our guitar world. Thank you, David. I'm sure we can find a seat for him in the El Camino right now. On with the show. Gentlemen, Jared. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm really glad to see everybody show up in the old El Camino down here to Nashville. That's how it sounds. It's got a big cam in the engine. Bad cam. (laughs) And it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for Would You Rather 300th episode edition. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Okay. So, get your Dr. Pepper. That's right. So, we're all celebrating the after party of the 300th episode. And we're all, you know, about 10 beers in, maybe four or five whiskey drinks in, or what have you, of your drink of choice. You're a little buzzed, you know. You're eh, a little too buzzed to drive. I like Shirley Temples. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you get a call from a manager and then another manager. So you get back-to-back calls from these two managers because... There's two different shows in town. Mm. Number one show that you got a call from the manager is, you know, is Willie Nelson show. <laughs> the other show is Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young, because you know this is make believe and Young's back with them. So here's the thing: you have to either replace Crosby or Willie because they're both sick, but. Here's the you, but you have to use either Willie's trigger or Crosby's like 1960s Martin D45, which is probably worth 300,000 or whatever. So, or more because it's his. So, these extremely expensive guitars, you have to choose which gig you're going to fill in for and which expensive guitar um, you're going to probably drop and break because. You've had too much to drink. <laughs> okay. It's a lot to follow, but... That is a lot to follow. You're drunk, and you have to either <laughs> fill in for okay. one of those shows. Is, and now let me ask you this. Do both shows have equally good buffets? Yes. Okay. So no spoiled seafood at mm. one... No, it's, it's only shrimp. Only shrimp cocktail. It's all shrimp dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Or raw fish. Fried bologna. Yeah. Ooh, so, ooh, to, like if anybody's it. not aware, uh, Trigger, Trigger is Willie Nelson's Martin, longtime beat to grab. Lots Martin. of holes in the top. Yes. They actually fix that hole all the time to make it look like the same wear. Yeah. That's been on it for thirty years. It's crazy what yeah. they do. To yeah. Look Stu it up. Max, it's really uh, what's his bucket? Um, just forgot his name. Dan Erlewine. Dan Crosby. Erlewine. His brother is the one who oh, fixed, yeah. who's been tasked with fixing that many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Really, yeah. really great videos out there. Uh, if you care to check them out, uh, they they go into great detail what they do to keep that thing running. It's really cool. Yes. Man. And Crosby's D45. Right. Man. Now, yeah. is there any any way to know that it is Crosby's? It's got it, a, it it's got to his be name his. on a sticker. 
Like his, he, like his underwear. He hands it to you. He's he's like, oh, I can't go on the show. So and he just hands it Sounds to you. It's just like him. It's it's right, and it's his guitar, and it's it's probably one of the you know it's probably a fantastic sounding guitar because they had Brazilian backs inside, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's a forty five which has all all the, the ornamentation, inlays, all the good okay. stuff. So it's extremely expensive. All right, and you're you're like three quarters drunk, man. So okay. What are you going to risk playing? But you're better off than these two guys, apparently. So, Tony, why don't you head us off? Okay. I would have to say, um, I think I'm going to do the David Crosby. I think, I think yeah, I'd rather play a, a decent D45 than a beat-up. Trigger. Trigger. I mean, just, just and, and plus, I think I could, you know, I have, we, David and I have similar girth. <laughs> so the, the audience would never know. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's a belly yeah. cut. Yeah. Yes, it's just yes, it's just a front. <laughs> yeah, I okay. like that. All right, that's, that's what fair. I'm doing. That's fair, Billy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you repeat? The you question? going with uh, David Crosby's guitar or Willie Nelson's trigger? Trigger all the way. Trigger all the way. Yeah. All right. Any particular reason? No question. But if he does, he have to also sing the the Willie Nelson parts. No, he doesn't. Oh, he just has to play. He just yeah. Yeah, Willie Nelson all the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else plays like that, and it's important. And yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna let Tony be on Tony Island by himself. I say the D45. Okay. Because I, you know if I'm gonna drop either one of these, it's gonna be bad. So. Might as well yeah. at least let people know where it got dropped. Because <laughs> I, I think if you drop trigger, no one would know the difference. Yeah. There's, there's not a whole lot left. Jerry, totally on it. about yourself. That's, yeah, that's that's tough because it's like, which one do you risk playing and holding and, you know, don't do any of those, what do they call it when you, you flip flips. the guitar around on the, yeah, yeah the backflip thing? Yeah, don't do that. Um <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the D45 because it's so fancy and the Brazilian rosewood. But I, I don't know what Trigger is. Um, shame on me for not knowing the model. That that also could be rosewood back in size, Brazilian. It might um, be. I, I, my understanding is that it was. it's a Martin, uh, Martin uh, Classical. Gut yes. Strength. Yeah. Um, but what year is it? Pre seventies. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, that, way pre seventies. Yeah. Yeah. I so want to say I'd Martin N twenty. They probably both sound amazing, but nylon. Give me the, acoustic. Give me the dreadnought. I think the dreadnought's going to be a little more sturdier. I think. Oh yeah. Because I am not similar girth between Tony and and uh, Crosby. I am probably. Get, another you're the other way yeah I'm, I'm huge so yeah that'll look like trigger on me <laughs> it'll look like a ukulele on you yeah <laughs> ukulele uh, yeah so uh okay well i'm gonna this the reason this is tricky for me todd is that, how about you thank you um <laughs> your point about you, you if if you drop trigger no one is gonna notice like that Tr- Trigger's gonna end up in the in the, like the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah. Like that is 
that is an American treasure right there. And the idea of yeah. dropping that to me, it would be like red, white. I don't blue. want to be the guy that does that. But and everything. because it's so famous, I'm like, I would want the ability to be able to 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 have said, yeah, I got to hold and play trigger. That's pretty amazing. And I'm certainly not astute enough uh, on on, a, on a, the classical or sorry, the, the acoustic guitar outside of, you know, the, the cowboy chords to. um to hold my own there so i i would rather i think i would rather do that on 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 trigger okay good choice good choice that's a good question jared thank you hmm. uh also so it's three to three right now who's breaking two, the tie it's two to three it's two to three it's me and you and these three guys they're, so they're all going to the d45 d45 I don't want to drag this out any longer, but this kind of reminds me. I'm gonna, right? Because this is the 300th episode, right? Sure. But this kind of reminds me, has anybody else heard the story about the scene in The Hateful Eight where they smashed the Martin guitar? Yes. That was a real freaking Martin. It was like a real real 19th century Martin guitar. They were supposed to swap it out between scenes, and there was something that had. So Kurt Russell reaches over and grabs this guitar from Jennifer Jason Lee and smashes it against the the wall. And the the scene that they use in the movie, I'm not encouraging anybody to go watch it, but the scene they use in the movie. I would encourage it. It's an amazing movie. It's that is the actual shot of them smashing the guitar. And if you watch Jennifer Jason Lee, you can tell she knows it's the real one because she reacts how you would if you yeah. saw that happen. It's wow. totally breaks character. And but they kept it in because it's a very real reaction to that. So that was yeah. also the last time Martin loaned out a guitar from their museum. Yep. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> that was kind of silly of them to do. But yeah, whatever. it's not like we could tell anything, you know. No. Right. Uh, well, that was super fun. Um, and hopefully we have, you know, 300 more would-you-rathers. I would love for that to happen. Mm. Would you uh, rather have t- 300 more? Or? Yes. 300 less. Would you rather have <laughs> 300 of them in one episode? No. Ooh. No, in fact. And, an and idea. So here's, here's one of the things, you know, there, there, we've had discussions on... Well, what if we did an episode that was just all the outtakes or all of the would you rathers or all like of the idea. four on the floors? Yeah, let's do it. No. Yeah, let's <laughs> not have the time to It'd do give that. You 10 minutes to insane? edit the thing. Yeah, right. 10 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Maybe 15. But yeah. here's the thing. I also think that it would kind of kill the uh, vibe because it is uh, they're special in their in their one-offness, you know? Hmm. So they're, that's what I... They're like people. Yeah. It's like if you see, uh, you know, if you watch a stand-up comic do all his stuff, or you just watch, like, just the highlight reel, it's like, yeah, after the high re- highlight reel, you're like, well, okay, I'm good with that. I don't need any more of that. They're like soil like green. Kind of. They're people. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> let's uh, exit our way out of this. <laughs> we need to say a humongous thank you to some people here, Tony. Yes, that is correct, Todd, because at this point of the show, there is a very special group of people we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Now, an executive producer makes this show possible. 300 shows! Can you believe it? 300 shows. Now, 
if you want to become a patron, a sponsor of this podcast, go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become right. a sponsor, a patron of the podcast. Uh, each level comes with some very, very nice thank you gifts and opportunities to win incredible prizes, I might add. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing more. Jared, what would that be? Man, you get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing, and that's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. <clears throat> Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike right. D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garten, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Jamalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Sanchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, Andrew DeHaan, and Andrew Bell. Indeed. Yes. But, Todd, you know, there's another special group of executive producers. We call them our Grand Poobas. They are the grandest of all Poobas that we know of. Is this where you get your name read on the thing? That's what we're doing right now. Thanks for waking up, Billy. (laughs) Just in time. So special, special, special thanks to these Grand Poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wone Pickups, right. Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Fasta, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusic. Corey Nigro, Michael yeah. Van Sant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. 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 David Poe, Billy Spitfire, That's hmm, unlimited, and Congregation <laughs> Gear Demos. That thank is you, correct. Thank you. Thank you all. Hey, uh, just a quick update uh, while we're talking about some of these people, our supporters, Congregation Demos, we're going to have on the show. Oh, cool. Yeah, super right. cool. They're doing some really great things up in the uh, Pacific Northwest. And also, uh, the aforementioned Johnny Morales, who is also a patron. Yes. Um, we're going to talk to him about his shop. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. So, uh, really exciting stuff coming up. As well as many, many others. Very many surprises. Many surprises. Many, many good many things. Many good things. Uh, all right, everybody. We need to uh, uh, just, Tony, where can people find your stuff? Head over to pickguardian.com. Check out some of the things that I do, things you can buy. But shoot me an email. Let me know what you're trying to do in terms of pick guards. I might have some good advice for you. Pickguardian.com. Very good. Very good. Billy? You can find me on social media at Billy Spitfire or Billy Spitfire Unlimited. You can find me uh, wherever you find music uh, with the Mathematics from Columbus, Ohio. 
And otherwise, you might find me just wandering around the streets. Or under the table pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, John Esterly. So you can find me at uh, www.rarebuzzer.com. That's Rare Buzz with an E-R at the end. That same Rare Buzzer, put an at sign in front of it. That's where you can find me on all social media. That's right. And uh, let's see, Rubidium is officially out in the world. Uh, We've sold through the first pre-order, second pre-order's up. But by the time you hear this, it might not be a pre-order anymore. You might be able to just get them and have them shipped because stuff is on the way. Perfect. And... Make sure that you go to your website to enter into this. We're going to post pictures and everything up for this. So there's, trust me, you'll get information about how to get in on this guitar. Absolutely. Absolutely. It'll be right there on the front page. Easy to find. Great. Jared? You can find me, jared.allen.brandon, on Instagram. Send me a message. We'll talk about guitar stuff. Cool. Shoot me an email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. We would really love to hear from you. Share us your would you rathers too, you know? Yeah. Please do that. We'll get some get some fresh would you rathers up in here. And also go to flinteffects.com and get your stomper for uh, your said multi effects pedal protection. Okay. And uh, final plug, check out the Valentinos on Spotify. Yeah, we got new music coming up too that uh, we're mastering with John. Nice uh, here at Relay. We're excited about that. All right, everybody, thank you for uh, participating and hanging out with us and being part of what we do for 300 shows. We truly appreciate you and hope you continue to uh, enjoy the show as we do. Good night, goodbye. We love you. Have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it. Exactement. I farted and sneezed at the same time. Uh, he had a snart. With the tequila. The monkey? Yeah, the... the, the and the orange, orange liqueur. And I have lime juice in the refrigerator. My feet are cold. Champagne. 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 Well, sure. I mean, you know, uh, the. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. Hmm. What you looking for there, princess? Ready? 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 It's coming! It's coming! Ah! Oh! Oh! Where did it go? Five days into my dietary plan. Really? Thanks. Oh, what, just, what is your plan? Just don't eat that I much. This is the third outfit I've worn today. Fourth outfit I've worn. Why? <laughs> it's not too sweet. I repeat, it's not too sweet. It's I don't, Canada I don't dry recall ginger that one. Ale. It's not it's too sweet. sweet. Well, they broadcast it in the 1940s. 60s? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Early 60s. Yeah. What decade were you? Uh, that's Born. when they were driving by in the flatbed with the big speakers. That's right, the big speakers. Oh, there's a commercial outside. <laughs> Listen to that old-timey gospel music. <laughs> Brought to you by Canada Dry. Yeah. It's not too sweet. He ain't lying. <laughs> Anyways, all right, here we go. And you going to clap no. us in? You got to hit the record button. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com 
forward slash The Guitar Knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, Four on the Floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.